And we're back. Welcome back to another Practice Makes Perfect podcast. This is your favorite Fortnite commentator here, Monster D-Face, bringing you guys another week's episode. I want to apologize to the listeners who have been waiting for an episode. I promise you, I had to take a Sunday off between me and John because I got sick. So I like, I literally had to call out. And then I dug so deep inside, I recorded an episode while I was sick with Panda and SBG. But I was so out of the loop, I forgot to record their audio and ruined that one, too. So three weeks of no episodes. I'm so sorry, guys. But we're here. We're here now. John, what's up, baby? That's right. We here. I've dodged the flu uh, bug myself. So shout out to everyone who's dodging out here. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Wash your hands. Um, but I'm glad you're back on your feet, Monster. We need you. We need you in this world. Yeah, man. You know, I don't usually get sick very often. I was telling you, John, before we started recording that um, leading up to the FNCS, my wife got sick and I was like, tight. I'm like, dude, I can't catch your cold right now. Like, I got to gotta go yell at this arena. Like, and I need to be 100%. That It takes so much energy. Uh, I, again, I, I luckily managed to avoid that, but she got sick again somehow. And uh, it took me down for the count. So it finally caught up with me. Uh, but that's what happens when we have a, a house with teenage children and her, and it, it was it was tough. So um, I'm feeling better, good enough to go ahead and get some film going today. For those of you guys listening in, we are recording on December 4th. This is the, the release of the new chapter season. The teaser was yesterday. I would dare to say the most underwhelming Fortnite event I've ever uh, got to watch live. It sucked, but the season has been the best season I've ever seen. Talk about a three, or not even a 360. They made a full 180 from their impression with the new season event into the uh, the new season. John, one of our fun topics today is comparing Fortnite's update with Warzone, and we'll get there. But before we get there, let, let's just let's give our flowers to the Fortnite space right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, it's a hit, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the thing you saw, you did see uh, L event trending okay, during the event itself. Was, was it trending? Yeah, it was trending. And, uh, and so that, 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 that I think only um, deepens how good people feel about the actual content of the update because na- you would never know looking at Twitter uh, today um, on December 4th uh and, and think that people were that upset about the event because all, all we see is upside in terms of the actual content um and i haven't gotten to play it yet i was watching you stream it today i've been watching a lot um but i'm, I'm either gonna play right after this uh, or tomorrow it, it, it looks very exciting hey man you know it's it you know it's real when i wake up and i and, and i feel motivated and i mean motivated to like play a game you know um it's been over a year since I've really sat down and gamed on some Fortnite, maybe a little longer, honestly, ever since I really got into building a practice server and, and doing tournaments, I had no interest in ever playing, um, even with the new chapter stuff. But there was something about this season in particular, the new map, the, the entire, just the delivery, and what I was seeing on the timeline, that was like, hold up. I, I got to jump on and try this for myself. And guys, I kid you not, it was, it was the best thing I could have done today. There's like a new revitalized spark in me. It felt good being live on Twitch, having people pull up, uh, show support, show love. John, you was there. I mean, you saw me. I was literally having a good old time. Got bodied a few times, gave a whooping a few times. It was solid, man, all things considering. And I, I had a blast. Some of the things that stand out to me 
um and, and this is gonna this is gonna sound like maybe the nerd in me but this whole transition to the unreal 5 engine and the graphics and i discovered that like three hours into the show i was like wait a second there's new graphic settings let me turn these on and bruh the hd 4k Fortnite thing they got going on man i had to take screenshots when i was done doing my show to go just entice other people go ahead and crank up your settings the game is just looking gorgeous man it really does i think artistically uh, i mean just the the one thing that i will say about the event is that it did carry that aesthetic at least the aesthetics of the event were intriguing you know and even if the event itself was boring all the different screenshots and just everything it just, it just pulls you in you know you're seeing mr beast float through the thing you know you're seeing <laughs> the the players that 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 are being teased as uh, from different universes and I just think that, um, man, Fortnite feels like the one. I, I, I'll go so far to say almost one of the tr- one few entities on the internet that pulls together everybody. I, I just there's just not like there's just not like like Warzone has like some World Cup skins, you know. Well, Fortnite <laughs> did that. Fortnite did that. Like, you know, feels like ten years ago. I don't know, man. It just it's so exciting to to see everyone coming together in in, in the Fortnite space. And, you know, just to give a little bit of credit to the, the Fortnite event, right, the day before the chapter drop, um, I get what they were going for, but they missed. Their goal was to, hey, let's attract people with nostalgia. We'll make it so you jump on the fractured, you know, fragments of the world, and you'll watch and replay these moments. And this kind of plays almost as a catch-up tool as well, right? Like, maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't join Fortnite when it began, like some of us. Maybe you jumped on in Chapter 2, but you got to see the highlights of the Chapter 1 quote unquote event and it, it rolled and you saw the rocket and all that good stuff. So I, I get why we needed something like that. I don't think it needed to be our uh finale event of chapter three personally. Maybe that could have been a warm up chapter type event into chapter four and then release the map at the end of it and we could have just went bam balled all out. But hey, it is what it is. I hated the event. I was not having fun with it. Uh it felt like a chore, but then the chapter drops and I'm so intrigued. New things in the chapter. They have released what looks to be a perk system. So, like, there's now talents yep. that you can pick up. They're a bit randomized, so I don't know where that's going to go. If we're going to be able to fine-tune um, the type of perks that you get. Because, John, mm-hmm. there's some broken ones in there. One of the most busted perks right now. Not sure if you saw it, but it allows you to basically view the next zone indefinitely. Yep. You could always see where the next zone is going to go. That's, like, easily probably the top top two, top three broken perk that's in the game and yeah. it's, it's random as far as i know right now did you see um resubs uh uh video pointing out one of the the weaknesses of one of the uh augments uh basically so so again i haven't played it yet so he's saying here that when the surge warning pops up there is is there one of these perks you can choose to to mitigate storm surge so it's no what he was saying was like just how the surge warning pops up at a, at a very specific time, so does the augment. So what will happen is if you time a battle at the time the augment drops, there's a high likelihood said rest of the lobby is like focus on their menu, looking at the augment versus focus on their surroundings, which is a, it's a good point. 
But if you look at the comments, John, he is yeah. getting roasted, I think, by all the pros. They're like, ain't nobody going to stand around, bro. And just, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it's a, it's hey, a funny I, way. I appreciated that though. tip. I need no, that, that tip. <laughs> you know what's crazy is I looked at it and I was like, dang, that was pretty smart. That's big brain. But no, the big, big brain pros are like, dude, we're like 10 steps ahead of you. Ain't nobody standing outside doing that. <laughs> They're already thinking of, uh, about it. So, yeah. One, it's pretty interesting. One of the, one of the, uh, uh, fun things that I love about this, uh, as it relates to the pro scene, is already seeing people claiming their 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 drops and POIs and just that 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 whole fun thing. Um, but I did see some people complain that they feel like there's not enough POIs. I don't know if you felt that dropping in. Um, that uh, uh, there there wasn't enough options. I think I think there's not a ton of named uh, POIs. One map that really stood out to me. And I wish I I screen capped it or saved the tweet for you, but. Um, one map that did stand out to me, someone carved out what could be all the quote-unquote split drops. And what that is is basically when someone takes an unnamed POI and you kind of land on these scattered loot areas. So already, folks are looking at... So the map is different, right? It, it becomes different. It's not what it was before where tons of named POIs, they're big enough to split, like, and that's just how the game goes. Now it looks like there's more scattered loot in different areas, but it's dense enough for folks to make a pathway out of it. So it might it might just take more practice than anything else, um, which is going to cause for more fights to happen in these random areas. Um, so I mean, to answer your question, though, I did play I played the game. I didn't I didn't get to explore all the places. Um, it's hard to tell from solos versus like what a team based game mode will be about right. loot scarcity. But that's that's a common problem every season. Uh, the first thing they say is there's not enough drops. You got. 50 duos claiming a spot and they're left uh, without one. Yeah. Um, one thing that made me very happy, I'm curious to see what, what your reception of it was as well as what it seems like the community is uh, interacting to it. But seeing the scar back. Um, I love that. The sound, the feels, just knowing that. Does it play pretty similarly? Does it shoot pretty similar? It, it is the same gun. Put dude. me in. I'm back. It feels good. No, seriously, it feels good. It's that, and that was. Um, Ty did a YouTube video. Guys, actually, that's another good shout. Uh, listeners, you guys downloading later. Um, I sat down. I dropped a super dope video. It's like 10 minutes long. Not even like high energy or nothing. Just straight in-depth review of the new season. I put video clips of uh, not only from my stream, but the internet as well. About like just, just a bunch of fun stuff. I basically compiled a, a review video. You guys would love it. You guys would love it, love it, love it. Um, and it's super chill to the point you can even play it on audio only and you're going to love it because that's what I did. It's a different type of content I don't do very often where I just sit there and I went on a rant. So it's like a 10-minute rant, new season, and I put like clips and stuff to back it up. You guys are going to love it. Uh, but besides that, the um, yeah, just talking talk about it, dude, the scar, I think, see, that's what I'm saying, that nostalgia. So they try to capture the nostalgia with the event and then they come in and they instantly capture the nostalgia by dropping the scar and i was like that yeah. is smart like that's what we've been needing because there's no um from what i can see so far there's no returning pois like this entire map is brand new nothing is recycled there uh but but the one thing that stood out to me was that weapon now i don't like that they made it from common green blue and then obviously epic and legendary because they 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 did the scar dirty but it is still it is still the same weapon it has a sound it kicks well it just feels so familiar, and that—that's. I think that's going to be a huge draw. Yeah. How how did SMGs feel to you? I saw you you uh, dropped on like a gray SMG and rinsed <laughs> these two guys quite quickly with the gray SMG. It made me a little scared. 
it, no, it's 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 an SMG, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it doesn't it doesn't feel like what any of the other ones were in the in the past. Uh, not not yet, at least. Although I picked up a higher rarity, and they have like thirty two, thirty three bullets in the magazine, and all of a sudden it felt a little different, or I felt a little more a little more spammy. Um, yeah. The low rarities are like twenty in the mag, so that's kind of a, a cool little spin there. Like the low ones are not that good. The high ones are definitely more powerful. Um, and that's a pretty substantial jump, right? When you kind of like right. 30, 33% increase in the mag that you can literally hold and, and spam for much longer. Yeah, I, I'm 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 very excited. Uh again, to me, Fortnite is just at the top of the game when it comes to tying in pop culture and nostalgia of the real world and different things that people love. And you see that reflected uh, in the skin shop. And you were also doing, I don't know if you put it in the final cut of your YouTube video, but just some of the detail that's in some of these new skins, it's just, it just keeps getting better. Uh, dude, and that's the other thing. My my video I created, I, I cut so much cool stuff. Like I'm, I'm almost tempted to go back and just upload the VOD fully and just like cut all the dead space. Uh, because it it was obviously more of a discussion about like everything else, but no, I didn't even get to throw that in there. The detail, the new, the season, they took it to such a new level, and I think it's because we have fully baked in the Unreal Five now. Like, there's mm-hmm. no like, it's not like I don't know how the whole onboarding process worked, but I'm assuming it was like kind of like you you bake it in right piece by piece for stability's sake. Uh, but right now, it feels like we're all in the graphics on the new season. Like I said, if you try the stuff that's available, it's just incredible there's a video circulating out there john about a house being set on fire mm-hmm. and it looks like nothing we've ever been like seen before on the new textures and the new update of fortnite i no, no i could find it i could find i'm it. looking i'm looking i'm looking i'm telling you i'm telling you it's so good and actually one of the developers uh his name is evan evan osaurus rex uh-huh. he's a he's one of fortnite's devs he's he's actually the senior programmer at epic devs uh, epic games who Whenever something breaks, like server-wise, he goes in and fixes it. This guy's a legend. Yeah, here. he quote retweeted. So I just shared with you the video. Okay. Um, look at this video. Look at that fire. It's it's like nothing we've ever seen before in Fortnite. And what's crazy is when the builds break, they like shatter. And this is this whole new textures that come flying out on, on these newer settings. And that was something that was leaked like a while ago like i that, mean that is that, crazy that texture view was leaked a while ago um and yeah good if you guys are watching on the live podcast you can see oh look at the right building dr- oh when it breaks like that that's what i'm saying so that's that's all new now Man. what do you think about that look at that uh this 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 uh house <laughs> looks like the retail the retail row house yeah uh, right yeah. near the basketball court which i feel like was the number one ratty spot in like early <laughs> Fortnite. and i'm just imagining if like that would be one of those houses early Fortnite where like be twenty guys somehow in there, and I'm just imagining what would have happened back then if someone just lit it on fire like this. Like this is this is wild, very exciting. And so yeah, you know, it leaves remnants behind. There's ashes. There's like all kinds of cool details that you start to notice in the game. And this is this is kind of the difference of Fortnite elevating um, the game to a whole new level right now. So it's not just the game feels fun. It feels fresh because there's a new map and new loot pool. It actually looks amazing and i can only speak to pc unfortunately uh i don't know how you console guys are getting on i know uh, sometimes we get the uh the old clay features looking like like you know molds of players minecraft graphics over there but hopefully all you new gen console guys can experience the beauty of the game as well i do hope that it has translated over well the new fortnite season jump on try it out 
I can't champion enough at how uh, good it is so far. And you know it's good when the bulk of the professional player community is uh, yep. rallying behind it. And I think I think I'll save like going into the responses and stuff like that for the Fortnite podcast. But yep. um, just just know it's it's been a huge improvement across the board. Yeah, and I was just gonna say that anyone who's really looking to sink their teeth into uh, specifically the comp changes, monster, uh, along with a a host of Fortnite uh, specific uh, experts, will break that down in detail. Um, but it's exciting. There there is one um, potentially leaked, uh, un unreleased piece of information that that we may have found our way across that we may Whoa, are we, we going to talk about it i i don't yeah i think we i think we so should. i think for, i think i think our listeners deserve to okay. know what you know john all right well <laughs> the it's the the event has happened the release has happened but it based off of reports we we have heard from reliable sources there are still a couple and specifically one really big thing that's going to happen with Fortnite in december um it it relates to monster beast or monster beast mr beast monster beast face uh mr beast and may involve his classic competitive situation for a lot of money integrating with the game of Fortnite. and and let's just talk about why this this is like a plausible like thing we heard across the grapevine mr beast for those of you guys that don't know had like a collaboration reveal at the FNCS Invitational. They were Mr. Beast Burgers and like Der Burger esque, uh, uh, dressed up, which was really cool, right? That was like, hmm, what's going on here? And then in the trailer, Jimmy, Mr. Beast, is getting like sucked into the Fortnite universe, literally, uh, as a part of the promotional material. So now, fast forward, here we have it. Chapter drops, people are talking, the data miners, the leakers are out there. They're scavenging around, and the word is there. There might be like a tournament happening or something. But more importantly, that prize pool might be absurd because we know how Mr. Beast does it. He doesn't play small. He doesn't play ten thousand dollar tournaments. He plays, you know, big, big seven figures or something like that. So someone in our in our live chat said um, they 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 made up the title. They said. I boxed a hundred Fortnite players and made them fight for 10 K, which is such a, like a Mr. Beast sounding title. Uh, he just added a hundred K. But let us know um, people listening to this back, people in the chat, let us know what you're, you're hearing. Um, let us know on social media at practice server. I'm in at monster D face, just what you're enjoying about uh, Fortnite. I can't wait to get back into it. And again, very grateful that uh, we are now in a game, which we, we covered this heavily when this happened that I feel like as a very casual player, Monster can still build. I cannot. Uh, as a John, very casual... got to see it today. He got to see a little bit. Yeah, he can still build. I cannot. But thank God for zero builds. I'm going to be in there uh, and enjoying this content. Chapter 4 seems like a huge W. And, and zero build arguably has more stuff than Arena has anyway. So I, I only had a small uh, sample size. Today I only played in pretty much what the competitive mode is, the Arena mode. Um, so zero build probably has even more stuff. Which if it, it that's why I didn't find a motorcycle. Now that I think about it, I'm like watching Nick A30 whip around on the bike, and I'm like, bro, when I'm gonna find that? I did not find one. All right, I gotta go play like some of the other game modes for yeah, sure. Yeah, there's yeah. more stuff there that I definitely did not experience, and, and and it looked like a blast. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna leave Fortnite there. Fortnite is so sick, guys. Go check it out. New season, new chapter, all that good stuff. Um, Call of Duty changes changes the game. TikTok clips, virality everywhere. It's like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. They added 
VOIP voice in the game proximity chat. And they allowed just like it's just unhinged everything. They just said go have fun. Unhinged. Well, um, it's really funny. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, yet at the same time it's really tragic. Sometimes <laughs> you just hear how just blockheaded people are. Uh, it it provides for some pretty satisfying gameplay moments uh, where people are talking crap to you and you just get to shut them up right there in the moment. Um, they've integrated uh, trios. I don't know if you noticed this monster, but trios in Warzone is called like Cutthroat or something. And it has oh, a really? function where you can go up to a player and physically add them to your party up to six players. And so it's a game mode that they're gently baking around the idea of proximity voice chat very interesting so you're telling me you roll up on the building and they're like hey hey hey, guys guys we're we're only three of us we should party up like like join our squad and you can recruit is that what's happening yeah yeah well so so what's happening you'll you see in solos duos and quads uh unhinged uh thank you chat see that's why y'all listening back y'all gotta be y'all gotta be there live when, when we record find us out it on twitter help. it does help yeah, we, we love y'all um <laughs> I haven't played it much just simply because I've had a four stack the whole time that I, I've been playing. Um, but um, in duo, because of uh, prox chat, in the other game modes, it, it kind of happens by default sometimes. For instance, shout out to all the pros and streamers who got nukes. But if you watch them all, it was begging for their lives, most of them. Okay? Like, they <laughs> yeah. were like, guys, please yeah. don't kill us. So there's that happening by default. But this game type seeks to almost bake it right into the fabric of the game, which is... Very interesting. Now, do you think this was a game plan coming into it, or do you think they watched like, huh, here's a lot of nukes going down. Here's how they're being achieved. That's an interesting dynamic. It looks like that that sort of worked. Can we quickly build around that? Like, what do, what do you think? What do you think that dynamic, like to get to that endpoint? That's a very interesting endpoint, right? Allowing people to team up in game. It, it's kind of cool. You agree to it, right? So here's here's where I think. This is what I want to propose for everyone listening. Warzone and Fortnite is kind of like Marvel versus DC in, the, in terms of movies. Fortnite is Marvel, and they are... They are quite literally. They, and qu- <laughs> quite literally. They are ahead. They are ahead. And if anyone doesn't think they are, it's probably because you only play with people your age and you're 30. But in the world, like, they're ahead in many ways. Um, in my, at least in my opinion, but the way you can tell. But... You notice that DC tries to catch up to the Marvel movies uh, when, when they're smart. Uh, they have some strategies. So anyway, all that to say, not to belabor the analogy, I think what Call of Duty did with this is instead of focusing on the aesthetics, which they got really wrong with Caldera, they got really wrong with King Kong versus Godzilla. They ba- they they built up this Fortnite level event and did not deliver. It, it was yeah. aesthetic. So they have focused on functions and features, which. We'll talk about the, the bugs in a second. But in general, core game features, they released, this is, I think, their strategy to answer your question, Monster. They have released a lot, and they want to see what sticks. They released a third-person game type. They released this unhinged game type. They released a Tarkov-like DMZ, where it is NPCs versus players, which I feel like we have barely even scratched the surface. And they have released a traditional BR. Wow, and I'm adding a fifth, counting up five things. I don't think that there has ever been um, in the Warzone era more of a reason to also play multiplayer because now for the first time, Warzone feels significantly like a different game 
almost to the point to where sometimes you're playing Warzone 2.0 and it's a little slower pace. You're like, dang, maybe I do want to jump on a hard point really quick and just rinse some kids, drop a 30 bomb because it's not the same pace. So I think they've really built out what they're offering in terms of core gameplay. And it's kind of interesting. That's been a hit or miss amongst the uh, content creator community. Uh, I mean, pull up, pull up Curse JD right now. He's been tweeting nonstop about Warzone. Um, so is King Richard. King Richard said something that stood out to me. He said, guys, I'm only playing Warzone because proximity chat is hilarious. And I'm going to yeah, yeah, farm yeah. this content. Uh, but he was like, there's a number of bugs in, in like this direction of the BR. Um, I don't like. I don't think a lot of people are taking a, a huge liking to the slower paced game. Um, because it is a lot more, yeah, boots on the ground, a bit more stiff. Uh, they remove slide canceling, so like you got to kind of commit to the slide. It's not as like, yeah, as as, as reflexy as some of the old war zones or the old Call of Duty styles were in the past. Not that doesn't mean that it's it's bad though. I've had a really fun time, especially playing with friends, um, in Warzone. And what I what I found most intriguing to me is end game Warzone with the moving zones. Is reminds me literally of Fortnite in the sense that like that is the best part of the game. Like in Fortnite, you make it to end game, it, it's like yeah, let's go right. The building, the the whole thing, everyone kind of moving in that that dynamic to win the game is amazing. But Warzone has that same feeling if you make it all the way through to the end. The problem is same like Fortnite, it takes forever to get there. It's like dude, why do I gotta wait? You know, twenty minutes to get to the good part of the game. Um, that's like a problem. I think a lot of the BRs are having right now, and none of them have solved, even with the, the funny lols you're getting with proximity and kind of all that filler stuff. It's still about getting to that, that moving zone. That's where it really feels good. Yeah, I agree. And I, I agree. I think, though, where it's benefiting people, and you said it like with Courage and King Richard, though, that benefits them is because it gives them breath. I think if you look at people's critiques of why they stepped away from Warzone 1.0, it's because... It it had become, and I blame Aiden for this, because you know, because he's or, and or even like when you watch Tifu play Warzone, dude, it is the wager, wager kids, <laughs> wager kids, bro. Like Tifu would like in Warzone one, he'd like drive in a car, he wouldn't even get out of the car, he'd sit in the the passenger seat, wipe a squad, keep driving, and it was almost like if you didn't drop forty kills in a Warzone match, you, right. you wasted your time. And most people can't play that way. And to play that way, you can't talk to chat. You can't talk to your friends. You can't create content. So I do think that overall, this new pace has benefited content creation, which benefits the, the game. Um, but also to jump on the extract mode, I think that was another big hit. Um, good friends of mine, Deadly Slob, Markstrom, and Cotton, all of which are some of the most successful Tarkov streamers, um, all had nothing but good things to say about the, the extract version. And mind you, they come from the mill sim, the military simulation that is Tarkov. It's as as peak sweat. No as HUD. No HUD. No crosshair. Uh, you you have to. It's it's a wild game. If you guys have never played, if you want to have your heart race, maybe really catch a jump scare in a video game. There's nothing like it. Tarkov will scratch that itch undoubtedly. Um, but they had good things to say. They said, "Hey, uh, this is a type of game mode they love, and being that it's it's like you know Warzone's take on the game mode, it went well. Battlefield tried the same thing. Battlefields went well too." Um, as far as like people first picking up is like, whoa, Battlefield tried this. Dang, that works. Call of Duty tried it. Hold up, this works. Um, I want to say Fortnite sort of tried it. There was a point when they did the John Wick game mode. It was very similar to what would be like, hey, hunt for this thing. 
um, and extract with it, you know, kind of like a currency mode. And that worked well too. People love that. Tents were kind of, kind of, kind of that in Fortnite. Tents kind of have a vibe to it, right? So like there's these little, it's these little perks or these like instances where uh, you, you, they kind of piggyback off the idea, but no one's really fully committed resources to it the way Tarkov has. And Tarkov continues to be a thriving and successful game. I'm more curious to see who's going to quadruple down on this type of mode. It's clear people like it. Um, there's a game, John, called Darker and Darker. It has not fully released. It's on Steam. It's literally Tarkov, right? Yeah. Like, oh, get in, is it medieval, loot, though? You, That's it's that medieval, one? dude. And it's good. Like, it is very, very, very good. They're going all in. They're doing it the medieval style. My point is, why doesn't Fort, uh, even Fortnite, but Fortnite, yeah. Call of Duty, Battlefield, teams that have games that have dabbled in it, they need. I think they should double down, triple down in these spaces. There's a player base there that really loves it, and I mean, I don't know. They're not. They're not. Well, Tarkov has no competition, and there's such a different game. Let me articulate. Let me articulate a a specific moment you would have that 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 makes that so thrilling. So you're in a game. So everyone, like any game, right? Let's say that you get that drop weapon, right? So back in the day, Gold Scar. Actually, I would say for the listeners, because we're just throwing this mode around. Yeah. Explain what the mode is like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So because that's probably a good point too. Like we're just talking like everyone knows. But when you guys hear what this is, you're going to kind of be like, dang, that sounds cool. So um, I, I haven't played a ton of it because I've been trying to, rack up my clips on uh quads but um you it's the same map as warzone um there are well there are npc players in warzone but this one is like campaign level like every building has enemies and you drop in and you essentially um i think it's about like a 30 minute timer no zone but at 30 minutes i do believe there's some sort of like fast radiation leak that makes you like after 30 minutes you have to extract there's extraction points throughout the map and any items that you get in the game, you can take with you and store, but any items you die with, you lose forever and another player um, can take them. Can and take so them. you're doing yeah. different, you're doing different, um, you're doing different um, extraction uh, maps. So this is the behavior that's wild that I think is fascinating. And I think you're right. I think there's more games need to consider this. So th- imagine any the, whatever game you play and you get that weapon, whatever the meta weapon is. Oh my gosh, the the what is it right now for Fortnite? It's Thunder shotgun. It's just, yeah, it's a rarity. Yeah, yeah. rarity. You're just like oh, it's it's powerful and it's rare. Now imagine, or it's rich, like it's valuable, like it's worth like a like bag of diamonds. Like yeah, oh snap! You get to take that that gun. You get to escape with it, and you get to have it in the lobby. And then you go, oh shoot, okay, so tonight. I'm actually dropping in with a different squad, Tyler and Stephanie um, and, and Antonio. Are they good enough though? Because if I take this gun and I die with it, that some kid gets it. It's just crazy. It, it adds to me such a value to your gaming experience because you get to hold yeah. on to it. You know what it reminds me of? Back in the day, I was addicted to Daisy. And Daisy yeah. has this, it's called Gear Fear, where like, mm-hmm. dude, it takes you two, three hours to get like, in a position to defend yourself let's just call it that and when you die it sucks like you lose everything and it makes you not want to get eliminated get taken out the game you play differently and and like each battle just means so much more like so that that's like that's the thrill behind uh these types of game modes that 
again, just I don't understand why games like Call of Duty, especially ones that haven't really innovated in so long. Like, obviously, with the Battle Royale, they're keeping up with the times, they're doing it. But, like, I mean, it kind of brings this, like, the, the Halo effect. Like, Halo tries to come back. They don't drop enough content. 45 million players that launched with the game disappeared, right? Like, dead. But, like, Call of Duty does the same thing. Warzone comes out. They kind of introduce the thing, but they're not, like, doubling down on the innovation. Um, and I feel like that's the problem right now with Warzone. Yes, the proximity chat is keeping, like I said, the content creators around because the content is there. But, I mean, when Fortnite home runs a update like this, I mean, there was a time and place where Courage only played Fortnite, right? Like, yep. if you lose, you know, those kind of influencers, I mean, they're go they're, there it all goes, right? It's gone. Yeah, and they've got to hit back hard. Because let me say briefly one other positive, and then let's talk about some of the criticism, because there, there is also a lot. Um, one of the other cool things that they drop with this is the nuke feature. Have, have you seen how this works? Are you familiar with so it? You win five games, and yep. then anyone... So if you are one of the people that have won five games, uh, whoever you party with has ex, like the accessibility to pick up a nuke, essentially, right? So you have a... a a minimum uh, or attempted amount of tries at that point, yes? Well, yeah, so if we were a four stack, if all five of, if the same four stack had one five in a row, we would all have access to the contract to possibly get a nuke. So that gives you four tries, essentially. But if I was on a five streak and I just joined up with you, you could still potentially get a nuke. It would be off of my try. And so essentially, chat, it allows you to, if you win five in a row, you get the option to launch a nuke in the game and win that way, nuking everyone. <laughs> In the battle royale. But the way that you have to get it is you have to find five different components and they all have different downsides. Like one of them puts a whole, tells the whole map, this is happening, come kill them. Another one gives you consistent damage. It's almost like you're in like a five ticker storm uh, in Fortnite oh, really? the whole time. I didn't, yes. I see, I didn't, that's what the, I've been meaning to watch a full nuke run. Um, but I've been trying to catch it live. I, so I haven't went to YouTube or anything. Like, I've seen Symphony attempted. I've watched them fail, literally watch people fail. I yeah. haven't watched anyone successfully do it. That is crazy. So that's one of the other you challenges. Got, so you get the five yeah. tick? Wow. And I don't, I'm not, all of them have different things. And so um, just to even win five games in a row in a battle royale is pretty nuts. Tough. Yeah. Um, but then, then to be able to have something to work towards as, 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 a, as, a, as a team. And so the thing that I think is good about this is while we have seen many content creators get it, I guarantee you the vast majority, like I have never ever, and I, I've been playing a lot, like like staying up till 2 a.m. a lot playing this. I've never even seen a new contract in any game I've been in. So you're, wow. What you have to understand is that like 95%, if not more of the population have not even had the chance to do it yet. And so we're playing for that. I would love to see Fortnite, at least in some game mode, do something like this. Like some, it's it's the game that's known for in-game events. I would love to see something that you can activate and, like that. And what they're doing, what Call of Duty's done really well is they've captivated the audience and the creator in the sense that here's an objective that you can do in the regular game mode. Doesn't cost them a penny. It's not a tournament. It's not yep. anything. It's not a wager. Um, in a game that is notorious for literally like wager style kill races, they're like, no, forget your kills. You got to win this game, buddy. And when you win five of them, we'll reward you. You get that that new contract, right? So it's something to play for. And that's really cool, too. Watching the streamers, like, still try to be semi-aggressive, but at some point or another, like, yo, wait a second. Like, we got to win, so, like, like chill out. Like, I'm not, in a, you know what I mean? And it's negotiating, combining that with Proxchat, you'll notice uh, yes. they're negotiating. <laughs> and, and, and then you see half of the people go, oh, my God, that's Tim the Tap Man. Of course, I'm going to let my boy Tim, I'm subbed to Tim, bro. I'm going to let him do his thing. And then the other half are like, 
this is Tim the Tatman. We're going to take him out of this guy. Like, dude, is is I would suggest watching Symphony, uh, Cloaks, Tim's, and Courage's initial their first one is some of the most fun I've I've had just watching a stream in a long time. It is hilarious. Especially, and this is a great segue, and we'll hit this quick because we have to talk about Warzone. It's just the game has been pretty rot with with bugs, though. I don't know what it was like when you were playing, um, but there are there are some pretty consistent bugs in both Warzone and uh, the multiplayer. Um, so in their nuke attempt, even I think of their f- four chances they had, I think they had two bricked lobbies. That's so tough. That's unfortunate. And just talking about bugs, we were playing. Uh, got sent to the gulag. My boy died in the gulag. They allow him to spectate any other enemy team in the game. And we literally just had walls the entire game. Oh, no. Dude, it was so funny. We basically cheated, guys, okay? We had our boy who was able to jump to any city, view the teams in those city, and tell us, yo, there's like a whole squad in this building. Be careful. Or like, go. And we were just W King uh, trios left and right. It hey, was hilarious. This is a, this is a, you heard it it's, here first. cheated. You heard it here first, folks. I'm going to give you guys a legitimate... It's going to get patched any day. But if you scroll to the very far right default loadout, you'll see a, a ultimate perk called Bird's Eye. Right? It's, you can't use this perk in a normal loadout, but it's, it's baked into one of the defaults. Anytime anybody activates a UAV, a portable radar, anything, you get an advanced UAV. I don't know why. Whoa. I don't know why it's so broken. You just so it's like if you really want to just play John's broken gameplay. Run, you thought I was cheating running around. I had one time bug. John's been running around with permanent UAVs every night at two AM no. bodying players. I don't run it. You know why? Because my I turn into my teammates' GPS. They are always asking me, okay. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Because okay, only okay. you can see it. So I make one of my teammates get it. It's very That's- interesting. But, some but that's the, a crazy bug. That is a crazy bug. Yeah. Um, you think they, they know about that one? I feel like they have to by now, except for the fact that I haven't seen any TikToks about it. So, I haven't seen anyone tweet about it. You yeah. might have just caused it to go viral. Yeah. We might, we I might got have, a feeling a lot of listeners, we got a few thousand downloads, at least a, a third, maybe a quarter play, got to play Call of Duty too. Yeah. Too, too big of a game. That's more than enough to, to kickstart it. So, well, guys, if it gets if it gets all over the the internet, I think we know where, server. where it might have started. John Rush leaked it. <laughs> he leaked it. A couple of the other uh, critiques: snipers have been a big point of contention in both multiplayer CDL and Warzone. In Warzone, they don't have one shot headshots on the fully plated, which again slows the game way down. And I feel like, given you know Fortnite as a community, we've been back and forth on this a lot, but. It's very new for Warzone. I personally don't like it um, because of how campy the game is in general. A snipe headshot allows me to break up your team and move. But if I can't down you like that, you, you can stay locked in. And you can almost like hard scope me without fear of getting dropped. I don't like right. it. Right. Yeah, no, no, that is true. You can literally hard scope someone, um, almost intentionally go for the faster two body tag or something like that versus the, hey, I'm going to hit you in the head and win this fight. Yeah, that is very interesting. Um, you just reminded me though, like kind of leaking like that. That's like almost a strategy. Yeah, it's a bug. It's an exploit. It's actually an exploit more than anything. Yeah. Um, you reminded me. You know, back in the day, like during World Cup days, there was an exploit in Fortnite where if you looked true north, you can take anyone's wall no matter what, regardless of what their ping was. Did you know that? No. Professional players would hide that 
they discovered it and they would there was like an elite group of pro players that actually never publicly released that information and they kept it to themselves and they would destroy it's 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 almost like you would think like this guy's cheating like how does he take every wall that was the question at some point people were asking about certain players like bro look at him how does he take every wall when you looked true north you could take any wall what a weird bug right very interesting but and it's I, an exploit but in these competitive style games you know people want got got to people want to keep it hidden you want so yeah. i'm sorry that you know i think they're doing some kind of a large uh, war zone event uh in mid-december so i'm sorry if i messed up any any of our pro players friends strats by getting <laughs> <Right>. bird's eye patched <laughs> yo listen well guys um call of duty update or new season new game we should just call it a new game uh, call of duty's new game i would say success it's yes. been a success across the board it's revitalized um individuals i think interest in just call of duty but more importantly um it's giving new creators a chance to blow up there are Again, a new wave of people finding success in Call of Duty. Very, very dope. Uh, Fortnite's new chapter, huge success. Like, downright W. I, I can't say anything bad about this chapter other than there's a couple broken perks right now and broken in the sense that they are too strong. And that's the one that can reveal the next zone. And there's one that gives you a fishing rod. And you can permanently, the only thing you can catch is more shield fish, which is just busted. Infinite shield fish, which is crazy. So that's a weird one. Then the hammer. The hammer is like straight up broken, but it's so much fun. Like worse so, than like sword lightsaber broken. It is worse than that because you can pick up two of them. Oh, and you have like yeah. infinite recharge. There, it's incredibly fun. Like incredibly fun. Um, so I, I feel some kind of way about that one, but it's in the game. Someone in our chat just says he's gonna try the bird's eye perk and call it dude. That's gonna be great. Um. All right, cool. We get, to, we get to recap that, guys. Go play any of these two games. You will enjoy yourself. Another game that has um, hit that spark of revitalization. It looks like a lot of great feedback is the latest expansion of World of Warcraft. Um, you and I are both big fans of Classic. Yep. I've never played retail, but I've been following along. From what I can tell, and the feedback that I've caught onto was, it seems like they've kind of simplified down this latest expansion, which is uh, apparently a... a all the game really needed, people just want that simplicity. And right now, what you're grinding for is mostly aesthetics. And it doesn't feel as much of a grind fest as some of the, the old X-Packs were. And um, I think it's started to swing for like the first time. Um, once again, a new uptrend for World of Warcraft. Yeah, I mean, Asmongold, who is one of the longest standing uh, World of Warcraft content creators, uh, is liking it. So that's like that tells you something right there, normally very critical. I think you're right. They've simplified it. But what's interesting, and maybe I'll just give this one, you know, I, I'm curious what you have to uh, say about this monster, but we just our listeners to ponder and give us feedback. What do you think? Why did the simplicity, where did it come from? Well, because over the years, I mean, the game is over a decade old. They added systems to the game. Why? To create more content, which in their minds, and even at times in our minds as the consumers, that's what we want. And so you'd create all these sub- trains of ways of grinding and progressing and all of that stuff but it actually served to bog down the game and now people are saying hey i like that you just gave me a little bit more vanilla i think it's very interesting yeah and, and that's the thing it's like um sometimes less is more and this is one of those instances where they're like hey we're gonna go with the less is more approach we, we know you hate grinding for reputation and stuff like that we're gonna just scratch that we're gonna give you a beautiful new world tons of new quests uh, more aesthetic driven stuff which is like what kind of the game is really 
uh, kind of gravitated towards, right? Collectibles. That's that's really what we play for, whether it's the legendary gear or, of course, the legendary mounts and stuff like that. So they kind of piggybacked off that and made it so you're actually working for more cool collectible things, which is dope because um, you get to show off your hard work almost indefinitely. Yeah. Really cool stuff. The other thing they did that, just in terms of simplification, is that the last, for instance, the last expansion of this game literally took them into the afterlife, to a different realm. It, like, broke the fourth wall. Everything we, like, it literally, like, was like, oh, my gosh. It's like, almost like almost like the equivalent of, like, simulation theory, where you're like, wait, right. none of this was. And this new expansion that's so, and, and so they're like, what do people want? This new daring event. This new expansion? Uh, dragons. Yeah, there's an island. Yeah, love it's dragons. Got, it's got dragons. You should go kill them and ride them. Okay. And, you, and it hasn't been explored for like the last 10,000 years or something like oh. that. You're the first oh. to view it. So it's like, it's Bet. like cool. Yeah, they simple. love it. Simple. Super simple. It's a hit. Um, the new World of Warcraft expansion. Go check it out. I think to play it, it's not just a retail subscription. You have to buy the expansion. That's how they make their sales. Uh, so it is one of those things. It's a huge paywall, but hey, man, uh, it's good. I had I have to bring this up because this is actually I've never seen this game do this before. Um, there t- did you see what uh, Twitch drops was for this game? Huge. They were allowing. Okay, so normally a Twitch drop is an in-game skin, an item that's the most common thing. Sometimes beta codes, kind of you know all that, and you get it from watching the stream. Watching. You know, which is good for a streamer. It's good for the platform. I'm not necessarily great for the consumer, if I'm honest. Most of it's probably alert content. With the launch of this game, I don't know if the offer is still going. They were like, yo, sub to this creator, and you get an in-game pet, right? It was a pet, right? Yeah. It was a dragon? Yeah. yeah. So Asmongold, just his name, I don't know how everyone else has done about it. In the first two days, 40K subs. Crazy. I was in his stream when it was going down, and his, he pulled up his sub counter and pulled his dashboard up. And every time it updated, it like seconds with within seconds, thousands, hundreds, and thousands of subscriber jumps. His his chat was just flowing. Again, Asmongold is like the peak of World of Warcraft, and he took a long break. So it, it was just such a celebratory moment. He was having a great time. Um, I almost wanted at some point for him to just be like, "Hey, McConnell, I'm going to give you half," but he never did. I felt bad. He has but, to. This is such a deep cut, to, guys. Like, he has to behind the scene, right? Like. He, McConnell has to be getting paid because I don't know what McConnell does. I, that's what I was thinking because at some point, right? So like As was like, yo, bro, this is crazy. I'm getting all these subs. And then McConnell's like, yeah, well, so I just got home from work. So like I'm trying to – and I was just thinking myself like, damn, dog. Y'all here like gloating about these crazy subs. McConnell's just taxed from, uh, from work. I was just thinking to myself like, bro, at some point or another, I'm sure you have to hit off McConnell with some money. He farms this guy for so much content. McConnell's a hilarious guy. Yeah. Um, so – I mean, I just think ultimately Anyways, we don't really know. I don't think anyone knows what he does. We I just get paid for we know. I think cool. we talk a lot on this podcast about the future of Twitch and streaming. This is a W. Do this more. This adds more value to me as a consumer. It adds more value to me as a content creator. I, I it, people are going to be buying in-game items anyway. They don't have to be like they can be cosmetics, but just the fact that I can with one purchase. Settle this whole get, get this drops out of here. Don't I don't, I'm not gonna put up seven desktops. That's so archaic to me. Just make it a direct transaction. This is a W for everyone. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, to answer your question about whether other people got to benefit, they did. Um, inflated viewership across the board for all the creators that I normally watch. Um, Payo, freaking just all, all types of people. 
people were winning. Zico, like dudes that you would see only literally only grind, like the the basically the arena, like the PVPers, but like nah, bro, I gotta get in on this money. They all jumped on the expansion, they were all playing. Uh dudes dudes were collecting, man. You ever watch my boy uh he's my favorite arena guy, Peekaboo IRL? Peekaboo, I think I've seen him. Yeah, he's on Does he play uh, Paladin? Red Pal No, no, no. He's a rogue. He plays an orc okay. rogue. Yeah. Um I think he 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 must have just dropped from Guardians Gold or Golden Guardians. Mm. Um, but I love him, dude. You love his vibes. He's he's live right now, sitting at about three K. Loving the new look game. Yeah, look at that. So man, this is a good time to be a gamer. If you're a fan of any of these three titles, you have so much to play for right now. Um, I'm still playing Wrath on World of Warcraft. I did not jump into the expansion, but it is what it is. Um to kind of wrap things up here, this is becoming a long episode. Hope you all have been enjoying the rants so far um we're gonna we're gonna close out with a little speculation little theory on uh what's going on with this this dude train we've covered a lot of train in the past he tends to be one of those um controversial figures that constantly rises to the headlines he's um he's just an unapologetic content creator says what's on his mind you know lays it down how it is and um in his most recent i would say crusades against twitch he has decided to go completely against twitch um and if you thought nick Merck's throwing a party in his own mini con during the twitch con was uh kind of going against the grain and biting the hand that feeds train has announced that he has a completely new platform he continues to make headlines uh one of the latest developments here john and it's got people interested he is going to uh, uh give what was it was it 95 percent of subscriber revenue to users alongside um a revenue split of i think i think actually it might have been a revenue ad revenue split of 95 percent to the to the viewer to the streamer five percent for the company and i think he might have said 100 subscription fees go directly to the streamer as well some crazy numbers like that numbers that make you think like bro you're not going to have a sustainable business but yeah, ninety-five percent creator, five percent company for um, uh, subs, and then I'm looking for. Um... He definitely talked about some advertisement dollars mm-hmm. in there. It could be lost in one of those threads or his comments, yeah. but um, it's, it's another one of those just those deals where you're like, damn, he's he's just he's planning to release a platform that takes way less from the creator. And again, and this is this is this is the dichotomy of this individual. His announcement tweet literally says Twitch has been boring. December first, gambling streams return, which were past that date. So they didn't. Yeah. So they didn't I think, yet. I don't know if he's gone live or if he has his own private website. I think he has a private site that he's currently using okay. right now. So it's not public, but he has his own um, maybe his own portal. But you have to be careful. So here's the thing though, like when you're a Twitch partner creator etc you have to be very careful what you promote and share on stream and twitter yeah. you will get banned so he's been i think he's just been super super low-key with it until it's completely ready because the moment he pulls the trigger if he promotes it it could just be viewed as a type of paraphernalia or something like that to twitch's eyes right like hey dude you're like here's a great example if you are a model that does adult explicit content if you will you can't go on a live stream twitch and promote those platforms you, you literally can't you will get banned or in trouble i think this is kind of the equivalent uh you cannot he probably cannot promote these platforms fully until they're ready to go because he might actually get kicked off the platform at least that's that's my opinion right now yeah 
This is great. We love speculating about the future. If you wanted to think of a theme, new, 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 uh, future, future, future. Um, lots of lots of crazy shakeup happening at Twitter. Uh, makes your eyes a little bit more open. They're like, man, maybe somebody could create this profile. Somebody said, yo, how could you afford this? Someone linked an article to Trainwreck's earnings from gambling alone, which are in the uh, uh, they're they're closer to half a billion billion half a billion dollars than anything. So. He's got some seed money, and certainly, uh, I just saw. I was well, watching. Is that, is that profits? Yeah. No. Yeah. No way. He is over half a half a billion, five hundred million dollars. It was. Profits? It was three. It was like three eighty was the number. Oh, because because he got paid. That was his sponsorship. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Yes. No. Yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah. Three eighty. Um. Just absurd. Amount absurd. Of money. Crazy. And, and so yeah, I mean like. Gambling is a really interesting thing. Let us know just like, I mean, I don't know if we want your opinion. Just something to think about, right? You know, like, like it just, it's just very interesting seeing all the different How dynamics. How much of a struggle have you had with your gambling? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but um, just exciting to see people um, innovate, um, in, innovate uh, new games, new chapters, new formats. Good, good year for gaming. 2023, I got a good feeling about this one. Yeah, it's 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 been really solid. Um, and just just to give credit to Train, again, Train continues to be that that just outspoken voice in the space. He doesn't believe in in basically being canceled or anything like that. He's not a a sheep to the opinion of the masses. He will say what he wants to say, and you know, he talk about how he feels about whatever he feels about, and um, whatever repercussions come with that, he he stands on that. I love that about him. Um, in a world right now where social media, bro, you got to be careful with uh, how you approach it. There's so many sensitive uh, people out there. You can hurt feelings. Uh, it, it's crazy to see how uh, some people navigate the space. It really does change you and how you act. Um, one thing I, I, I was going to share today, but I decided not to. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But basically, uh, people feel too important. And like Basically, you're, you're, you're not that important, bro. But everyone feels so important now. That's how Twitter and the internet has shifted, uh, I guess, the opinion of just people. Like, literally have changed how people perceive themselves as, like, they are him. Like, the world revolves around every individual and their feelings. It's so weird. Uh, I hate the internet, but it is what it is. <laughs> we we hate it, and, and, and we love it. You know, a great hey, analogy <laughs> I heard. Hey, just for everyone at home, on October 19th, um, Trainwreck clarified on a stream playing Overwatch 2 that he said in 16 months of gambling I have been paid I have been paid 360 million dollars. Um, he said, um, "There it is. I released it. It's done. There you go. You dumb f's. I could buy Hassan, Pokey, and Ludwig all together and sell them and buy them again. You you effing. crazy. So this is the <laughs> internet. I've heard someone say this analogy. The internet is like the Roman roads. The, the the Romans built this amazing road system, and it was one of the marvels of the technological world. Historians estimate that when Rome fell to the Visigoths, technology was set back 500 years there in the Dark Ages. But the, the tricky thing about technology, just like the Roman roads, is that it spread uh, health, medicine, uh, uh, agriculture, all these positive things, but it also spe- spread slavery and war. And it's up to us to try to discern and use things like the internet hopefully to make a difference and a positive impact in people's lives. And that's what this podcast is all about, trying to bring you guys one truth nugget, maybe a you know, bit of entertainment, escapism, whatever you want to look at it as. 
one episode at a time, man. It's been a, it's been a fun episode though. We got to uh, talk a lot. We definitely went off on a a fun uh, a fun bit of talk. I don't know what I'm gonna name this episode, but we'll we'll figure something out. Um, maybe the new era of gaming or something like that, because we have a, a nice. I think Fortnite's hitting a revitalization point. I think Call of Duty's in a, a good spot. Needs to again patch up the the leaks they got right now before the the, the ship sinks. And then of course, uh, for the first time, I think the title is something was, like uh, "Why Gaming is is in a better place than you think it is." Because people, we're all just complaining. We're all mad about the latest bug in the game. But when we zoom out, guys, this is a thrilling, fascinating time. I think we're in a better spot than we think we are. Yeah, it's been good. Well. As usual, guys, send all your complaints to me at the Fortnite Podcast at gmail.com. So your boy Monster D-Face calling all the action today alongside John Rush. John, let the people at home know where they can find you week to week. Yeah, John W. Key Rush on Twitter. And with the uh, uh, release of Warzone, I'm back making some TikToks. Hit me up, John W. Rush. Uh, Prox Chat Gold, baby. Appreciate yes, y'all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And we got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipeline uh, for us here at the Practice Server and my personal brand. Make sure you guys follow at Practice Server. Y'all are going to see just nonstop content. If you guys are big fans of just gaming content in general, uh, I think we're going to be bringing back the TikTok with some more active stuff to just keep you guys in the loop. But either way, we'll catch you guys on the next episode. So don't forget to dance out those kills and boost in those victory yells. Peace, y'all.